You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with Nick and Amy. This is episode 43 already. And we're excited, uh, as we are excited about every episode, this is a good one. Amy and I are going to do it solo. Um, We thought uh, we should dive in and talk about the good stuff, right? Well, we always talk about the good stuff. It's all good stuff. But also, it's getting close to Christmas. If you haven't gotten your spouse a gift, such as like the intimacy box with, with the stocking that it comes with, or the conversation starters, or any of the game decks. No, the coupon book. The coupon That's book. That's all you ever ask for, every single I year. I was getting to that. I was waiting till the last, because <laughs> I was going to spend about 45 minutes on that. I mean, and even women want that, too, because there's some dang good, like, massage stuff in there, and day out, and there's stuff for both. Yep, Amy asked me the other day again, what do you want for Christmas? I said, the coupon book. She's like, well, I'm tired of hearing on the coupon book. No more coupon book. It's just funny to me because you already get that stuff anyways, but you. But I love it. You still just want to hand me a coupon for some Mm -hmm. reason, which is which is fine. I do. I love the coupon book. It's just funny. You're a very non-materialistic person. That is true. You just want intimacy, so that's pretty romantic, actually. Thanks, babe. Hold on. Let's put this on pause, and we'll come back in 15 minutes. So today's episode is all about sex, uh, sex expectations. What is healthy sex in marriage, uh, rejections, and the importance of sex. So we're going to cover a lot of topics today. And these are topics that even people that have good marriages and good relationships deal with some of these things. It's I mean, always a struggle to keep that healthy, not healthy, but to keep a balance where both people are happy. It's, it yeah, really is. Like, I, I mean, it's very seldom that you're going to have couples that just are on the same page when it comes to sex and, and different things. The like time. there's, there's yeah. always a, there's always an imbalance, but I think that's okay. I think that's kind of the way God created us. And, you know, the imbalance sometimes allows us spouses to do extra things for our spouse knowing that if if we're serving and doing the right the the right and the good things for our spouse that maybe sometimes in return you know i mean kind of kind of that balance there right and it keeps us communicating yeah (laughs) exactly it keeps you communicating about things if everything was perfect you wouldn't really have a need to communicate so anyways It's going to be a fun topic today, and uh, we're excited to discuss it. And so let's dive into sex expectations. You know, kind of understand, let's help people understand what sex means to each of you. Um, How do we, you know, kind of how how do we define that? First off, what is a sex expectation? I think it's an expectation around sex, obviously. Yep. And I think when we first go into marriage, we all kind of think like, oh, it's just going to be balanced and we're both going to want it all the time and we're never going to change. Yeah, it's going to be like something you'd see on a movie, right? It's just, just going to be... sex all the time, everything's perfect. I don't see that, but... Well, you know you what know. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, and like but, romantic but, movies where they wanted, they just want to like 
totally be intimate and it's always it's not always like that yeah and they're all both always feeling that way and it's all the time and it, it's not like that it yeah. really isn't so yeah. but th- but that's okay i think and we'll, and we'll dive into that as well but um sorry i interrupted you Carry no on. no it's just it's important to know what your expectation is so that you don't um feel let down and we always talk about communication so it always comes down to figuring out what you expect and i was always told when i first got married don't expect anything you can't go yeah. into marriage with expectations but i think naturally as humans we do yeah like i think we expect our spouse to be good people and to be faithful and i mean i think we good do have expectations there are healthy expectations and there are non-healthy expectations and we do have expectations when it comes to sex i think again Absolutely. being being naive when we first got married i just thought hey she's gonna want sex all the time or you know maybe not all the time but um you know like you said the the expectations around sex um you forget you well you don't realize that like during pregnancy and after childbirth and when you're stress lots of kids and stress and then careers you don't realize when you first get married that all those things are totally gonna affect your libido yeah and typically you don't have those stresses you know when you're dating you know well yeah so yeah so let's start off with um like you said, understanding what sex means to each of you. So how do you find affection? How do you define sex? How do you define intimacy? Are they all one? And, and we've had a lot of conversations about this over the past 20 years because it has changed for us yeah. in stages. And it's important to know what your spouse needs and craves and how often and all those things we always talk about. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think it's important to know that sex changes over time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, different time periods depending on you know where you're at, what stage in life you're at. Um, the you know, intimacy or sex and intimacy is gonna gonna change. Um, we've had podcasts on this where how to get back in the honeymoon stage. Um, you know, different times in life, it's hard to do. So. And the next one is knowing your boundaries. Um, it's very, very important to communicate what is okay and what is not okay in your marriage. And just to get on that topic for a second, we talked to a lot of sex therapists and sex experts doing this podcast. And a lot of people that are newlyweds or are getting kind of bored in marriage, maybe at that stage, um, with their sex life, like, is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? The answer is always, is it okay for both of you? Do you agree on it? And do you feel good about it? Because no one else can tell you what's okay and what's not okay. That's between you, your spouse, and God. Yep, for sure. So it's that, I mean, that's just always going to be the answer. So, well, obviously, there are certain things that aren't okay. Absolutely. But but yeah, for the most part, yeah, if you, if you and your spouse, and and Amy and I always try to look at it from the aspect like, is this uh, adding to your intimacy and strengthening your intimacy, or is it taking away from it? You know? Well, let's just, jump, let's just jump right into sex toys because that's a, a question that we get and a lot of um, professionals get, are sex toys okay to bring into your marriage? And, and I, can honestly, I, yeah. I can honestly say early on in our marriage, I never thought about sex toys. I thought, I was, they, were, I, I thought they were probably bad. I didn't yeah. really know. I was never really taught that. Yeah, I agree. And until I went to a women's weekend with some actually family close friend family members like realized oh 
I was the only one that didn't own any. And they were totally like there to enhance marriage and to help you learn about each other's bodies. So Well, and you hit it right on the head. <laughs> to enhance your marriage. Enhance marriage. Yep. Not take away. Yeah, so I think yeah. so I think that's one of those things where that can be a really good thing if it's being utilized to enhance your relationship and it's used between the both of you, but if it's something that all of a sudden is taking place. Taking the place of being intimate with your spouse, then obviously that's you know, taking away from mm-hmm. from so just like anything else, you know, really looking at, you know, is this enhancing our relationship and bringing us closer together or is it a tool or something that's drawn us farther apart? For sure. And like you just said, there's things that you should just know not okay. Like yeah. I think that we all have that in us that we know if something's okay or not. Yeah. If God's okay with it or not. For I, sure. I think we kind of feel that pretty naturally. Uh and don't compare your sex life to the rest of the world. I love this because a lot of times we think, well, you know, so-and-so's, you know, they're having sex all the time and this and that, or it looks like things are perfect. Everyone's life is different. Everyone's um, trials and struggles are different. Everyone's family is different. Like, don't compare yourself and your sex life to anyone else's. I'm not sure how people compare that because I don't really talk to anyone I'm- like personally that I know yeah. about sex life and I don't want, we don't watch any bad movies. Let's, so I really like, I guess it depends on what you're looking at or watching or who you're talking to because I'm like, I don't really have anyone to go off of. But though I can say that we did a podcast and bless her heart, she was amazing. She said her and her husband did it like every single night and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like I got to be careful not to, well, my husband needs to be careful not, like, to, Wait a not to compare on, our sex life to that because for us personally... That wouldn't work in our marriage. Correct. But for them, it yeah. worked, and that's awesome. Yeah. Good for him and her. Yeah. So. So I guess I guess there is moments where if you're talking with friends or family or whoever you get on the subject with, I I don't seem to do it much with other people. But <laughs> yeah, the best thing to do is figure out what's right for you and what balance is good for you and your spouse in your relationship in your marriage, and if that means. You know, you're being intimate twice a week or once a week or whatever. Whatever that balance is and that's a good balance for you and your spouse, that that's yeah, what that's it right. is. That right? Is right? Yes. And just in comparison in general, just try not to compare a lot of things in marriage. Yeah. Okay. So our next topic is what does healthy sex look like? So we have a list of things we're going to go over and... What does healthy... I think it's when both people in the relationship both find sex to be enjoyable mm-hmm. and both um, are respectful and let's see, what else? Well, and I think too, look, looking back, um, I think too, it's when you're not afraid to ask for what you want. Uh, that means and your, your communication And, and your spouse isn't either. When you can talk openly... About sex, and I know for Amy and I, this is something we've talked about well, before. We've had to grow, learn, and grow. For sure, we didn't talk about it at all our first. Well, maybe a little bit, but not like we do now. Yeah, and I don't know that we'd say I. I don't know that I'd say we had an unhealthy sex life, but our sex life now is much healthier. But I, it took me how like a whole entire decade to come to you and be like, I'm bored. I need something new. Like I didn't feel comfortable doing that, which was really sad. I should have. It's not like you yeah. didn't make me feel comfortable. I just. I was scared or shy, I guess. So. Yeah. So, you know, good sex is really all about kind of finding that perfect recipe that, again, works for both you and your spouse. You know, we can't, 
we obviously can't read our spouse's minds and just like the experience with Amy and I, you know, she, I had no idea that she was feeling a certain way that she was feeling until she came to me and, you know, talked to me about it. And so we always get back to this, which is, you know, talk openly with your spouse, have those tough conversations. If you have those conversations, you're going to find out a ton and it's probably going to improve a lot of things in your sex life as well as other aspects of your life. Because there's so many things that are, you know, the emotional parts that um, obviously feed and increase the, the physical intimacy. And it's a continual conversation. Yeah. Because your body and your lifestyle and all the different things in your life is changing so often. It needs to be continual. So I wish, like, when I was pregnant or, like, those years that we had, that I would have been more like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm not really in the mood. Let's talk about this. Do you know what I mean? Rather than yeah. just kind of giving in, I don't feel like that was super healthy. So Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think, too, a lot of people think, oh, if we have a sexy health life, we're just going to be spontaneous. Sexy health life? Yeah, a, <laughs> a healthy sex life. Sorry, I'm totally backwards today. Um, that, you know, sex is just going to always be spontaneous and uh, we're both just going to love it. And that that's not always the case. Sometimes a healthy sex life, you can schedule sex. and that And that's totally okay. You know, I think most people that have been married like for years and years know that it's, it's absolutely. not spontaneous like, after a certain amount of time. Yeah, unless you have unless you have kids that are out of the house and you have you know no one in the house, um, and maybe it's pretty, you still have your drive. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, I mean, unless unless you're living in that situation, sometimes you have to schedule sex. Sometimes you, you just do. do, and that's actually healthy. And we were super against that for so long. But we've been told by so many professionals that it is actually healthy to go put it on the calendar if that's what you need to do. Yeah. So go do that. I love this next one. I I think this is really important just from a mental aspect. But, um, you know, don't don't count how many times you're having sex. And I think it's easy to do. I, think... I am so guilty of that because I'm like, we already did it twice this week. Leave me alone. Sometimes that's my mindset. Sorry. Sure. sure. And, 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 I, and I don't think we're the only couple that's uh. like that. I think it's one of those things. But, you know, whether you're doing it a few times a week or once a week or whatever. Focus... Or once a month if that works for you. I don't, we don't. Yeah, but focusing on the number isn't a great way to assess your sex life. I mean, again, it should be, you know, something that's kind of a little more. Here, here we did. We just talked about scheduling. But. Hmm. I mean, it should be something that's a little more like natural, you know, rather than, you know, saying, hey, we're going to do it once this week or twice this week or whatever. I mean, ho hopefully it becomes a little bit well, more. And opening up natural opportunities to have sex more often naturally can make it a lot more enjoyable. So, yeah, I mean, like, if... put yourself in situations where you're naturally going to want it. And, and if you know, like, if I put lingerie, like, I'm just going to mentally, like, kind of put myself in that mindset. Maybe try and do that more often. Like, how bad would it suck if, like, we go stay in a hotel at a night and the spouse is like, oh, we've already had sex this week. Week, sorry and you're in a, like a really romantic place and the mood's there and and <laughs> it's like oh we've already had sex this week so therefore we're we're not doing it like let, let that guard down you know um you're gonna go to if different you're, if you're in a hotel room with no kids for an overnighter hope you're doing or, it three times that night <laughs> i guess the bottom line is let natural opportunities to have sex open up it's gonna make it more enjoyable don't be so focused um, on, on how many times, like, I mean, if, you yeah. know, yep. I mean, there's been times that we've made love a couple times a day, you know, mm -hmm. like, 
I guess what I'm saying is if naturally it's there, just let it be there. Let let what naturally comes into your relationship just take its course. For sure. The next one is if you have a healthy sex life, then you probably like sex. You probably like it. You probably like to have it, which is awesome because that means that you have communicated about your likes and your needs and your wants and you have found a really good rhythm in your marriage. Well, and one of the things that... I've learned, especially just with all all the podcasts we have and the information and things like that, is many times someone can learn to enjoy intimacy. It's just so, so often a frame of mind or a mindset. Um, yeah, like 100%. We've, we, we've seen circumstances where one spouse has gone from pretty much not wanting intimacy at all, and now they're the spouse that wants intimacy more than the other because they completely changed their mindset. And so... Um, you know, again, just allow yourself to enjoy the intimacy and the connection. And we'll, we'll get into that as well. But sex is so much more than just sex. It's, it should be a connection where you're, where you're physically, emotionally, spiritually uh, mm-hmm. connecting and going to another place, not just an act. And it's really all comes down to, did you grow closer to your partner after or during? Yeah. Um, it's not whether you had an orgasm or you, not, or you didn't or someone was taken care of and the other one wasn't. It was just about becoming closer and we just really need to focus on that and um, the next one is not just having sex out of duty yeah I think that's so important I think a lot of marriages the people that we talk to they get to a point in their marriage where it's just my wife just does it because I need it and it, it's natural and normal for one of the spouse to kind of get to that sometime in the marriage or often in the marriage but to have a really healthy sex life, you really have to, if you need to get professional help, that's totally great. Do it. But you've got to get yourself out of that, it's a chore thinking. Like that really will... Yeah, and, and instead of looking at it as, oh, it's a chore, look at it as a way that you're serving your spouse. For sure. Well, I, I think too that, um, you know, rather than having pity sex or feeling like, you know, again, it's something that's just expected... I think everything in marriage or not, well, maybe not everything, but a lot of times there's so many things that are a give and take. I know for, for Amy and I, and I'm, I'm just going to joke around about this, but you know, she loves for me to put up Christmas lights. And I know that <laughs> if I put up Christmas lights, you guys should see our house right now. After 20 years, he finally is like excited about putting up Christmas lights and it makes my day. Yeah. Makes my day. <laughs> so anyways, I know I, I don't really like putting up Christmas lights, but I know how much it makes her happy. And so when I put up the Christmas lights, she's always like, oh, you're going to get some tonight. And, <laughs> and There's nothing more attractive than a man or a woman doing something that they hate to do, but it means so much to their spouse. Like, and that's that kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. So the other day, we're at her, we're her, we're at her mom's house, and... Uh, she says, oh, I think my mom needs some Christmas lights up there. And I said, babe, you just you just tell me when. And I, Okay, I, 10 years ago, okay, even five years ago, I would have never even made that comment because he despised I do. It I so, hate putting up Christmas lights. That was like our one major fight a year because I'm just like, how can you not do this for me? I'm going to pay to get it done. It's fine. Just let me pay already. Yeah, you know? it's something I really despise doing. But having said that, I know how happy it makes her feel. So what I'm getting at is, okay. She knows how important intimacy is to me. I know how important Christmas lights are to her. So it's naturally something I'm like, of course I want to do the Christmas lights because she loves it. 
And she's like, you know, I know how much Nick doesn't like to do the Christmas lights, and he's doing it for me because he knows how important it is, and I know how important other things are. And I'm going to treat him well tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So the point I'm trying to get at is, is in this situation, it's not pity sex or it's not obligation sex. It's one of those things where we're both doing something that means a lot to Mm -hmm. each other, which naturally is going to want to make us connect. And even if Amy maybe isn't like, jumping up and down to be intimate mentally i think that she's like she's there because um you know we've just we've just done some things for each other and connected and i'm sure i'm sure in all of your marriages there's certain things that you can relate to as well too and i think if you can look for opportunities to serve your spouse instead of maybe just expecting things look for opportunities to really serve your spouse and do something nice for them especially this holiday season you know, they're going to be much more likely to want to connect with you as well. And so I, I kind of just shared that experience in a, in a funny manner, but it's so true. When we're doing things for each other and serving each other, there's going to be more opportunities to have that physical intimacy as well. Well, and like we always say, 90% of the time, the husbands want the physical sexual intimacy, but they need to give the wife the emotional intimacy to get that. And the women want the emotional intimacy from their spouse or from their husband, but they need to give the physical and sexual. And that's not always the case in all marriages. It's a majority. But it's all about emotional intimacy, just loving your spouse and taking care of both of your needs in love. And who would have thought something as silly as Christmas lights could make that (laughs) connection between us? But it totally does, right? But every time I look at them and turn them on at night, I'm like, oh. Who did that for she me? She turns on the lights and it turns me on as well. <laughs> both, both get turned on. It's great. All okay. right, enough of that. Um, the so. next one is what we always talk about. Well, not always, but this is what happened to us in year 15 when we got a, both a little bit bored and needed something new, spice up the sex life and created the app because we wanted to try some new things, which is totally, totally common. You know when to change things up and try something new in your marriage. It is really important to be able to have those conversations and to be able to talk to your spouse about your fantasy or what you would like to try. That's healthy. And I and I think too from I, I look at this from a man's standpoint. I never would have gone to Amy and said, Oh, I wanna try this because my fear was like, Oh, she's gonna think, What in the world are you reading? What are you looking at? And I would so, have never ex- I trust you and I would have never ex- even well, that's that's, that. that's good to know, and that's the communication again. But I think a lot of couples are afraid to approach their spouse, and their spouse can think, well, you know, what what's he looking at? Where is he getting these ideas? Hopefully, if you have downloaded the app already, it is a safe place for you to communicate about sexual desires, whether it's playing the game or having to play in truth or dare and talking about these hard things or reading some of the resources together. Hopefully... The app is helping yep. to have these hard conversations so that you don't expect that your husband or wife is coming up with these ideas from somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. So the next one is um, just that you're happy together. It sounds simple, but there's a really strong link between sexual satisfaction and um, having interest in having sex together and feeling both of you feeling good about how often it happens and... If you're, if you're having a really good sex life, it usually means you're having an amazing marriage because you are connecting in deep ways and, and talking and communicating and you're excited about each other. Yeah. And that's what we all want. And we say this all the time. But if you look at 
most good marriages, um, their sex lives are typically very good as well, too. When people have good relationships, good marriages, they have a, typically have a good, healthy sex life. I mean, we understand there are certain circumstances that prohibit that, but that, that's, I would say, for the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Okay, we're going to turn to our next topic, which is how can I get my spouse to understand how important sex is to me? Um, this is typically when there is some kind of breakdown in communication that um, a spouse just doesn't realize how important that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think we, we understand this is not always the case, but many times, you know, it's... It, Oftentimes that, uh, you know, the women believe, oh, the guy just wants more sex and the sex for a man is more about feeling desired than it is the physical act. I mean, there's so many emotional and psychological things it does for a man. Um, I, I think a lot of women listening that maybe their husbands do want it a lot might be rolling their eyes. Absolutely. Like, whatever, like you're different than my man because my man just wants to have sex. But I think if you have, if you sit down and maybe it's not like while you're like getting ready to have sex or he's trying to be intimate. Like go to like a neutral place where maybe it's at dinner or you go get dessert or it's somewhere that you can have an intimacy talk and just really find out why is it that you want it so much and let him express to you how it really is being desired. Well, like you're saying, because we talk to a lot of men and and wives and when this is an issue it typically is because the men don't are not very good at expressing yeah why they want it but they typically and a lot of times do, they might not know why they and, want and maybe it. they don't but they typically down like deep in their heart they really want their wife to desire them and they really Absolutely. want to get on that emotional connection with them and well here here's kind of proof if if wives out there listening to this if you go ask your husband how important it is that uh, you're sexually satisfied with them, the majority of men are going to say that that's very important. Oh, for sure. And, and that right there shows that it's not just about sex because the men really want their wife to be engaged and satisfied as well. Which means he wants you to tell him what you want. Absolutely. And what you desire and how to touch you and, and the things that you want outside of the bedroom. Like you, Most men want you to talk to him about it. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just sit down and have these conversations. I know it's difficult to do, but if you do that, it's going to change so many aspects in your relationship and your marriage. And I think, too, if if women understand that, that, well, both men and women understand that men and women were created with physiological differences. Um, men typically have an assertive sex drive, which means, you know, they're they're going to mm-hmm. pursue sex and they're going to pursue their wife. Women, on the other hand, have more of a receptive drive, which, you know, they they are going to kind of sit back and wait for the man to initiate sex. Um, but the women very seldom are the ones to, to initiate sex. And so that's why it's so important from a guy's standpoint. The guys are like, man, I'm always initiating sex. Which my is wife, the my case, wife never wants it. Which is the case in our marriage and most Correct. marriages. Sometimes it's vice versa. But in our marriage, it's for sure. But I'm, I'm, rec- I'm receptive, drive, and usually you can do things to put me in the mood. Yeah. And it ends up working amazing for both people, which is all comes down to communication. Yeah, and I know that, but I still mentally am like, oh, I just wish Amy would like, <laughs> it, you know, 
you know, pursue things uh, with me. And and I think that's a natural, imagine if you're in a relationship, a relationship where you're not having that communication, how hard it could be for both spouses. And I can say that I still suck, suck at initiating, even though you tell me that you want me to initiate. But, so. but we talk about it, right? We talk about it. And then, every, still... and then every week I'm like, I'm going to do better. And then I suck again. And, and I... the next week I'm like, crap. And I suck still. I'm like, too tired. Like physical gifts. <laughs> I, we both suck at different things. But at least we're able to continue to work on it, right? We're not letting it ruin our marriage. So, so. I, guess, so I guess bottom line is... Sit down, have that conversation with your spouse. Understand why sex is so important to to your husband or wife and really listen and then try to try to figure out how to meet both needs. So mm-hmm. so our challenge, I guess, in this area this Christmas is to if you're the one that always initiates and you really want your spouse to be the initiator, just one night, just one night, be the initiator if you're not usually. If you're a girl, go put on some lingerie just because, you know, you're going to feel good and your husband's going to love it. And if you're the man, then do something super spontaneous. And just just really put yourself, like, even if it's hard. Like, for me, if I'm exhausted, and this is a really busy time of year, I'm going to put that on my party list. I'm going to put it on my calendar, and I'm going to do it. So before we move on, I think think it's so important um, just to just kind of bring this up again um it's really sit down and have have these discussions together because we have we have a bunch of articles on our app that talk about is you know sex really that important or is our happiness really contingent upon sex and i would say for a guy if a guy is is being intimate with his wife they're probably going to have a much better marriage uh, the guy's going to go to work he's going to be happy like for a guy, so much does revolve around sex and intimacy. And whether you want to acknowledge that or couples want to acknowledge that or not, that's just the reality. And so um, if you really want to see your marriage improve in all aspects, um, sit down, communicate, figure out how to connect better emotionally and physically because you literally will see many aspects of your life change. And I was going to say, after being married for 20 years, I realized how important that is for you. And you can see a difference in my personality or my just life in general, right? And sometimes that really bugs. <laughs> just being flat out honest. I'm like, really? You have to have sex or you have to get, or you're like starting. You've never been honoring. But like, I can tell you like, are not as happy. And your body, you're built like that. Like, I think we need to yeah, realize that men me. are built a certain way and they need that. If if you're cutting off your spouse and they need that sexual intimacy, your other, all the other aspects of intimacy are going to struggle. Yeah. So God designed us this way. It's super there, important to know that. And sex is absolutely important in your marriage. Absolutely. There's a reason that uh, one of the major causes of divorce is lack of intimacy. Absolutely. So all yeah. we're saying is, all we're saying, is, like we shared with the story, is um, even if, even if uh, sex isn't maybe you don't have a big sex drive or it's not the most important thing to you or whatever, figure out ways to just work together and be better and, and connect better and, and don't focus so much on the sex but focus on the connection that you're having with your sex. And if you both kind of lost your sex drive, which is really sad, we do know couples like that, um, you're missing out. And there are people and professionals sex therapists that can really help you get that back. There's medication, go to a doctor. Um, 
it's really important to be sexually connected to each other. It creates spiritual intimacy and emotional. And if you're both struggling with that, I really tell you to like get some help and get that figured out because you're really missing out on such an amazing part of life. And there's nothing wrong with getting help. No, we've gotten no. help with different different things. Like it, you, you get financial help. Like we always say, yeah, you go, you, you go, you send your kids to school for teachers. And I mean, we you get reach, financial help when you want to make investments. You get help with your car when your car isn't working. You get help in every, you know, if you want to get better at sports, you get coaching, you get help. Like this is just life. You just, seek yeah. individuals that have the knowledge to be able to help you uh, through those things. So it's totally normal to do that. That just means you value, value your marriage too. For sure. Okay, last topic is how to address sexual rejections with my spouse. We get so many emails slash comments like my wife just tells me no, my husband cuts me off. Like it's actually a lot more both-sided. <laughs> we, do. we get both-sided. a lot of women saying my husband just won't have I... sex with me. Yeah, like I was like, wait, what? Husband does that? <laughs> That's crazy. But it happens. Absolutely. And so it's really important to be able to talk to your spouse about rejection and yeah so i think it's simple really how do you address sexual rejection with your spouse you sit down and talk about it you set some time aside and don't let anything interrupt you to where you know the conversation's gonna end because you're talking and end at a bad spot and you're both going off mad take some time sit down discuss this with your partner do it respectful and you need to be very this is a vulnerable very transparent kind of conversation but you cause me to feel undesirable i feel undesirable it's impacting my self-esteem you need to say things that are really hard to say this is why i feel this is how i feel when you reject me it hurts my confidence it it makes me feel like this this and this like yeah and really try not to be judgmental i mean it's so easy to say man we haven't had sex in this long or you never hold my hand anymore or you never do this and and always putting it on the other person instead of doing that approach and say hey look i this is how i feel um this is how i feel and and try not to blame things on each other but just open up and express how you're feeling why you're feeling that way and maybe a resolution. Or maybe turn it positive too. Say, hey, if we were to do this or this, I think that I would feel like this. And just try and make it into more of a positive conversation. Yeah. Talk to him about how the sexual rejected rejection has impacted you and how you're feeling. Um, suggest a way, like, like we said, that you can change. Um, I mean, just, just really sit down and open about things. And be very specific. Don't be... Don't be general. Be very specific about what your needs are and and uh, what you're discussing. We just really hope um, this time of year especially, this is a very magical time of year. It can be a very romantic time of year. You can get a lot of those sparks and feelings back if you let it. It, It's time to, like, it's a really good time to be vulnerable and really talk about things that you can make the next few weeks more magical in your marriage. and And again, I can't stress this enough. Don't don't put it into someone's fault. It's your fault or your fault. Um, try to make it that you're working together as a team and trying to resolve. Because I can promise you that if if there are things going on and maybe your needs aren't being fulfilled, it's probably because your spouse's needs aren't being fulfilled. And as you sit and talk about that, just like I go back to the Christmas lights example, if you sit down and talk about it and say, you know what, I just, 
oh, I don't feel my like my needs are being met here. Your spouse is probably going to say, well, I'm not meeting your needs there mm-hmm. because you're not meeting my needs mm-hmm. here. And if you sit down and listen to each other understand, it's going to be like, oh, oh, okay, I can I can I pick can up areas up. in this uh-huh. uh, part and knowing that they're going to do the same. And then all of a sudden, after a good discussion, you're 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 working together as a team. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's so important. We always stress how important communication is, and we continue to stress that um, as much as anything because we believe that most things can be resolved with communication. So We just hope that you can have an amazing holiday season, that your marriage can be full of ultimate intimacy, and thanks for listening today. And again, if there's any subjects or things you want us to talk about that are important to you, go ahead and email us uh, at amy at ultimateintimacy.com. And again, appreciate you being with us today. We have some great um, experts and people coming on just after the new year that we're really excited about. So, yes, if you have any topics that you want, please email us. And until next time.